Second down and 20. Russ steps up in the pocket, and he's going to let fly deep downfield. Got a man open, lock it. 10, 5, stumbles. He's in. Touchdown, Seahawks. On a second down and 20 after a sack, Russell Wilson rears back and lets it fly. 69-yard touchdown, Tyler Lockett, his second score of the day. Holy catfish, this offense is explosive. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Back by popular demand, we had to play Holy Catfish again because why not? It's just too much fun. And for the record, if you heard the promo, I don't just walk around saying Holy Catfish. That is where it came from. There is a backstory to that. How did it feel? Did you guys enjoy hearing it the second time around? Oh, yeah. Totally how I need, it feels. I need big Russell so, Wilson games all year. We need Holy Catfish every Monday on this show. So basically, the the only reason that you requested that piece of audio is so you can explain that, hey, I'm not an idiot just yelling Holy Catfish throughout the day or throughout the show. I felt like the people needed a little context, all right? Okay, well, welcome to fair. Hour 3, where things are getting a little wild here on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Aaron Hawksworth and the Joes with you. And there's someone else who's joined us now jay kassan best voice in radio for nickel or dime wow. he's gonna set us up are you ready to go jake i'm always ready and thank you that was very nice of you aaron uh, so geez, i don't know what's better your voice or your beard game beard's looking this strong a good today. wednesday for jake this is turning wow. quite the wednesday <laughs> for jake i gotta what say ha- what is happening I mean, are we interrupting your dinner? (laughs) Joe Joe O is just real upset about this right now. Can't stand it. No, Jake is a good man. He, he, He will tell you he's a good man because he returns the cart at Costco. To its rightful Aww. spot. He's a good man. He's, he's bragging he's about all it on kinds Twitter. of points. I'm not <laughs> bragging about it. I'm just letting people know that if you don't return your cart, you're a selfish person. I'm not bragging yeah, about it. it. Was, it's a PSA. The if minute you will. I saw that tweet as I got in my car and I was leaving Costco. So I thought it was hilarious on Monday. We wow. were literally at different Costcos at the same time, or he was stalking me. Not quite sure. I got better things Kirk- to do than stalk you, Joe. I see you every day. <laughs> That's true. I'm kind of a jerk sometimes. I don't always put the cart back. I have to be honest here. You throw it on like on a grass area, or <laughs> yeah, or just really in a parking spot. I'm a total like, jerk at somebody's car. <laughs> hoping, there is nothing. Hoping it hits a few cars. Yeah. There is point. nothing that infuriates me more than when you think you have an open spot, you ha- you pull halfway in, and there's a cart that someone left there. Like I, that was, I nothing. That actually, was me. Nothing, Darren, yeah. I mean, seriously. Nothing makes me Sorry upset to inconvenience that. Like, you. It just, I lose my mind. Like, put the cart back, Aaron. Come on. What's the matter with you? Hey, put the 50, cart back. 50. Sometimes I have a conscience about it. Other times I'm like, you know what? We're leaving it here. I got to go. Things to do, people. God, it, God, forbid, God do. forbid you lose those extra 15 seconds. Yeah. I mean, I'm crying. Wow. I feel like such a bad she's, person right she's now. She's pumping your tires and he goes right at her. Like, geez, well, at least he's on. a good person. I'm not. I'm the one okay. who leaves the car in the parking spots. I will. I'll give you a half excuse if, um, when you have a child in the car, like, come on, you're, you're I mean, unloading. I gotta be honest. I then did you this gotta before put... I had the baby. <laughs> Thank you for being so honest. Now we know the truth. Now we know. <laughs> Can't stand there at Hawksworth. <laughs> There's a clip. 
bad person. <laughs> All right, Jay Kassan, what do we have, nickel or dime? I already hate this question because it forced me to make a wager about two minutes ago. <laughs> All right, well, with that being said, Joe, just bringing down the segment, we're starting with Joe, of course. For MLB, would you rather go the nickel on the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, that is, at 130-1, to 1, like we talked about earlier, to win the World Series, or the dime on the White Sox, plus 750? Well, I didn't bet on the White Sox at plus 750. What is interesting about the White Sox is now they know their path. There was some concern earlier. Like, you know the path. You're going to go against Tampa Bay uh, or Toronto or the Yankees or the Red Sox. I think it's interesting. I uh, Well, after, after Houston, of course. I'm sorry. you got to start with the Houston Astros so you're able to avoid. I, I would be kind of happy. Like, I want nothing to do with that Blue Jays offense right now. In Tampa Bay, they just know how to win. I don't really want to face them either. But uh, that number's been long gone for quite some time. They're just starting to get healthier with the, the rotation. You guys forced me into it. I hate it. But how do you not bet on the Cardinals, who lead that second wildcard spot right now, and they're 130-1 to one to win the World Series? 55-1, uh, to one, by the way, to win the National League. So I, I took a very small piece. 500? No, I'm not betting 500, but I can make a case for betting on the Cardinals. Yeah, I'll go with the White Sox because I know they're going to the playoffs, right? They're 99. I mean, they're in. They're in the playoffs. The Cardinals are at 34% on baseball reference to make it. I think they're going to make it. I actually think that number's wrong. They're going to find a way in. It, this whole thing, though, has made me think about the Tony La Russa World Series. What if we get the White Sox and the Cardinals in the World Series? It's just La Russa everywhere all the time. Ooh. Good point. I got Cardinals, as we talked about at the top of the show. This is what they do. They get hot late. They always seem to find a way to stick around in the postseason. And they have somewhat of a favorable schedule down the stretch, playing the Cubs a couple of times. So um, I did play this at 130-1 to today as well. Switching. I mean, how do you not? Yeah, if you think they're going to be there, how do you not take a team with triple digits? Devil magic. Got to buy into the devil magic. All right, NFL. Would you rather go the nickel on the Chiefs' first loss at the Eagles in week four, plus 750, or the dime on the Colts as the last winless team at 17-1? to 1? Joe G, starting with you. Oh, this is a fun one. Uh, I actually think the Chiefs could lose this game Sunday at Baltimore, so I'm not going to go that side. And I don't think they're going to – I don't think the Eagles could beat them in that game. They're not beating Patrick Mahomes. But the Colts' last winless team, the Colts' schedule, I've been saying this for months, they are hosting the Rams this week. They're at Tennessee the week after, at Miami, at Baltimore. There's a real chance the Colts don't win until Sunday, October 17th against the Texans. That's a long time from now. I'll go with the Colts' last winless team on this one. Hey, I am – the Chiefs have to win – or lose, sorry, at some point. I'm going to put money on the Eagles to upset the Chiefs. I like what Nick Sirianni is doing. Joe G seems to sell me on the Eagles almost every day. And they're at home. I like the Chiefs. So how far do we have to go before the last winless thing team cashes, right? They're the last team. Um, what about after that Houston game? Like The Texans could beat the Colts. That's how bad Carson Wentz is. That could happen. San Francisco. And then Tennessee after that. Now, 9-10, I can't sell you. We've got the, the Jets and the Jaguars back-to-back. -back. They could be the last winless team. 
just the way the schedule lines up. And I don't think it's a given week six. I mean, it's the NFL. We saw what happened this past weekend against the Jaguars. So I, I, I'll go Colts last winless team at 17 to one. I mean, you're painting the picture. My Colts under ticket cashes by Halloween. I'm in. Dude, Keep going. Yeah. I think you're in regardless, right? I mean, feel good. You're, you're good. All right, Aaron, this one will start with you. Still with the NFL, would you rather go the nickel on Chase Young to win Defensive Player of the Year at 14 to 1 or $1,000 the dime on the Bears to win the NFC North at plus 600? Mm, I'm going Chase, Defensive Rookie of the Year. He won that last season. He didn't have a sack last week, though. Disappointed in that, but I am expecting that to change tomorrow night. It's going to be a great season for the young fella. 500 on Chase Young, please. Yeah, I need to see some sacks out of Chase Young. I, I expect them to, Aaron. I think they will come. He takes on the Giants tomorrow tomorrow night. I mean, they can't block anyone. So probably have two or three against Daniel Jones. I'll go with Chase Young as well. I just, I'm not ready on the Bears. I need to see the quarterback <laughs> switch before I can make that bet. I bet on uh, Nick Bosa, but uh, a lot of competition here with Garrett and Aaron Donald and TJ Watt was terrific over the weekend. And there's probably going to be another name or two that pops here. I, My argument isn't that the Bears are going to win the North. My argument is it's a terrible division. That's a large number. And they might be the second best team in the division if Fields is playing. Now, the secondary is trash. They should get better throughout the season. And they're going to be favored in two of their next three games. So then your ticket has some value because it's no longer going to be 6-1. to one. Jake Hassan, uh, how do we feel about the Bears winning the North? Any chance? I mean, there's always a chance, quote unquote, but I don't like the feel competition great about is it. one team, right? It, it's one team, right? Yeah, but it's just how long are they going to drag this charade out? And I mean, if you believe Jay Glazer, it's week four, but I don't, it's just the word vomit every time you hear any of these clowns speak. So just, just Jake, do the right thing and play the better Jake. quarterback. It's not that hard. Jake, yeah. better chance. Bears win the North or Matt Nagy does, in fact, go to jail during this season? Ooh. <laughs> I guess Bears win the North because Ryan Pace would probably bail him out immediately. I don't know. I'll go dime on the Bears, but a big part of it is because this football team defense isn't as great as everybody thinks it is. All right. Well, with that hot take. I don't know if that's a hot take. But anyway, moving on. Joe G, back to you to start this one. Would you rather go the nickel on Derek Carr, NFL Offensive Player of the Year at 100-1, to or the dime $1,000 on Jameis to win Comeback Player of the Year plus 500? (laughs) I got to go Jameis. He has Sean Payton. He's already a story. He was leading Peter King's column on Monday. Everyone's like, oh, Jameis is back. I mean, Aaron's going to be pushing this all year long. I mean, this is going to be out there that Jameis is the guy. I mean, come on, Derek Carr's not going to win Offensive Player of the Year. Derek Carr in a, in a league as Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> no. So I, I'll go with Jameis Winston. Derek Carr is the next Andy Dalton. And plus, we've been forgetting something very important about Jameis Winston. He can see now, so he's even more dangerous now that he can finally see. He had five touchdowns. Do you need to hear me keep talking about Jameis Winston? Probably not. But he had five TDs against a good Colts defense. He's with Sean Payton. I love it. You got to give me Jameis Winston. That that would be insane if I took Derek Carr here. I'm going to eat a W. How do you not eat a W? How do you not do that? Listen, <laughs> the problem, you know, you're right, actually, about the Lasix. 
Because I got that, uh, I forgot how long ago now, maybe half a year, I don't remember. I've noticed recently, like, there's a big difference. Like, some of the stuff that I'm seeing, like, a couple times my wife was like, is that the LASIK? How do you see that? So that's a real thing, even though everybody was laughing at Jameis about that. The problem with Offensive Player of the Year for Carr is, unlike the MVP, running backs and wide receivers are involved. Sure. So that's why his number is out to 100 to 1. But Jameis, his competition is what? Two guys? And the odds reflect that, I understand. But um, it's Burrow or Dak, I guess. I think they would lean to the injured players uh, in that vote. But uh, I would definitely go Dime Jameis here. All right, this one's kind of a three option. You know, pick your poison, choose your own adventure. We're going to start with you, Joe O. Would you rather go the nickel on Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss to make the college football playoff at 26 to 1? They play Alabama on October 2nd. Or the other $500 option, the other nickel option on Jim Harbaugh and Michigan to make the playoff at 18 to 1? Or would you rather go the dime on Ohio State winning the title at plus 900? Um,. Hmm. How many teams from the SEC can make it? The max is two. So we're saying Bama out. And if you make the case for Ole Miss, like Georgia and Ole Miss end up making it. Uh, my first thought after Ohio State's loss on Saturday to Oregon is how much is this number going to move down? Because that's an early season loss against a good team, non-conference loss. They can still win the Big Ten. And I don't think the, co the committee is going to keep the Big Ten out, right? It's going to be Iowa or Ohio State most likely. That could be your championship game, and that would be a good one. I would go dime again. This is boring, but I go dime Ohio State winning the national title. The list of uh, teams that can win the title is four or five, and Ohio State's still on it. Is it possible? You know what? Is it possible if Georgia somehow loses twice, Ole Miss only loses to Alabama, Alabama How did I know you were going to make a case for Lane Kiffin? How I took, did I know? Because I took their over, and it's Lane. <laughs> but, I mean, if they right. go in, if, you know, Alabama goes to the SEC title game because they've got the tiebreaker, they beat Ole Miss during the regular season, but Georgia or whoever goes, that ends up being their second loss. Ole Miss only has that one Alabama loss. Is there any way two teams from the same division get in to the playoff? Probably not, but. Well, because I mean, LSU, Alabama have been both in. So which team is uh, participating in the SEC title game? Bama. In your scenario? Oh, Ole Miss cannot make the playoff without being in the SEC title game. I agree with no Joe. Way. Yeah, Bama can get in because they'll put them in anyway. Um, yeah. 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 I'm going to go with Harbaugh. It's more fun. I'm rooting for it. And look at their schedule. There's about three tough games left. At Wisconsin, who I'm not very impressed by. Good, but not great. At Penn State, James Franklin's got one foot out the door. And their last game at home against Ohio State, who's had issues so far. How about the Jim Har Harbaugh resurgence here? Everyone says he's done, and he goes to the playoff. I'll, I'll, I'll back Harbaugh. I'll tell you, the uh, this Tulane game is actually going to be interesting because Tulane hung around against Oklahoma. Sure. So watch and see what uh, Ole Miss does this weekend. I'm going to go the dime. Um, or Yeah, sorry, the, ni the nickel. I'm going the nickel, Ole Miss. Um, okay. sorry. We ran out of time, I guess. Never mind. <laughs> Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss hanging around. So, Maybe yeah, Lane Kiffin revenge on Alabama. I like that one. Uh, there you go. That's Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Joe Ostrowski with Joe Giglio. This is a BetQL Daily. Coming up next, let's uh, do some more college football. We'll hear about the top plays of the weekend. Pam Maldonado from Yahoo Sports has a lot of strong opinions. We'll get them next. 
We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.